Hello, everybody. This is Gary Kay, and you are listening to my Rants and Raves podcast. And I um, uh, have a special guest today, an old friend of mine. Well, you're younger than me, Jonathan. Jonathan Braun, how are you doing? I'm doing outstanding, Gary. Thank you very much, and I uh, really appreciate getting invited on the show. Yeah, well, um, you're, uh, you're going to be a great guest. We're going to talk about uh, the Samsung Pro LED products. But before you do, um, tell them a little bit, tell the listeners a little bit about what you do and uh, what, you, what you do in the industry and in your background. Absolutely. Thank you. And I'll try and keep it uncharacteristically brief. I do know that Bronx <laughs> have a reputation in our industry. So Braun Consulting, our organization, I co-own it with my father, Alan, who I'm sure many of our audience also have heard of. We are, well, we started off as a training company. We're now just about 15 years old, but we ultimately today are an outsourced services organization for the audiovisual industry. We do outsourced application engineering, technical support. Yes, we still do training. I think that's in our blood, so that'll never go away. We also work with go-to-market strategies, market research and intelligence, help with product development sometimes. So we really are just an outsourced services organization. So when people think consultants, we aren't that type of consultant. Every once in a while, we, we do a traditional design consultancy project just for the sake of we don't want anybody to say about us, hey, those who can't do it, teach it. <laughs> no, we do teach it, but yes, we also do it too. And, and we work with all manner of different, primarily manufacturers like Samsung being one of our largest consultants and clients. Um, I'm a senior consultant for them, and we've been in our current role for, I would say, over the 12 or 13 years, and I've been consulting off and on for actually longer than Braun Consulting has been around. Uh, I started consulting with Samsung back when Alan was there full-time as an employee, helping head up their commercial display group when it was a heck of a lot smaller than it is today. Yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, obviously, Samsung is one of those companies that has a little bit of everything in the commercial world, but the big push right now for them and for the industry, especially in signage um, and in uh, you know large format display technologies is LED. And LED has come a long way in the last, especially the last five years. Tell me a little bit about what Samsung is offering right now and what their differentiator is. Sure, absolutely. So as you noted, this has been a huge industry trend. I know you've spoken about it. I know we've spoken about it. I think we've all written articles about it. And it's one of those things that, frankly, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see because it's a, it's a hugely exciting new trend. And I don't want to say new like LED technology is brand new. You and I both know this has been around for forever. But what we've seen is a resurgence because there's been a spike in, in demand that drove costs down. And also a lot of companies are starting to see some of the limitations in traditional projection technology, which isn't going to go away, but we have options now. And also traditional large format display, or I'll use the Samsung term LFD. We're very fond of that inside the organization. So I'll apologize for any Samsung technical jargon that I use throughout the, the call. If I have anything I don't explain, please shout at me. But the traditional LFD video wall approach, people are starting to kind of think a little bit past that and say, wait a minute, we've got these really great displays. We've had kind of fine pixel pitch for a while, but it's been getting much finer. And the costs have dropped dramatically because demand's up, like I said. And so this has kind of brought us into a new era of, wait a minute, you know, I don't have to build a video wall and have those bezels so I can make it truly seamless. 
And I've got some projection replacement options now. And that's actually one of, I think, the next great frontiers for LED as cost continues to decline. People are going to start looking at, well, I don't necessarily need a projector. Yes, it's, it's going to cost more, but I lose so many of those ambient light and design issues that two-piece projection has, which unfortunately, just personally between you and me, pains me a little bit because I grew up in projection starting in the 80s, and I think that's why my eyesight's so screwed up is converging CRT projectors, especially the blue. You know, I'm up on yeah. the, the ladder with the Xtron tweaker, and my dad's standing on the ground going, hey, a little more to the left, son, it's not quite right. Oh, I'm trying, come on. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it, it really is kind of the next frontier. And, and so Samsung's done LED a lot longer than many people might be aware. Uh, I worked on the first Samsung LED project. I'm trying to remember when it was now. Would have been mid 2000s. And well, let, let me ask you a question about yeah. that. So, so, so there are. I mean, when you go to ISE or even Infocom, yeah. dozens of LED manufacturers, tons oh, yeah. of companies out of Asia specifically. What's different about Samsung? Like, how when I walk into the Samsung booth, what flavors do they have, and what's different? I mean, oh yeah, they, okay. Great, great question. But what makes them different? Like, why would I choose Samsung over any other? Well, no, that's, that's actually a great question. So when you look at the core technology with, and, and, and all the major display vendors are now getting into it, Samsung, NEC, LG, Sharp is largely declining to get into the fine pixel pitch market here. They do have some products in Asia. They just aren't targeting it for the U.S. market. And of course, as you noted, there's just this amazing number of companies coming out of China, uh, particularly out of Shenzhen, that are both building U.S.-based presences like a, a Unilumen or an Absin or those who are just supplying LEDs in and you can buy them on like Alibaba or whatever very inexpensively. So Samsung's approach, well, one, it's Samsung. And, and let's be honest, everybody knows who Samsung is knows what kind of stuff they build and the quality they can produce. So that's going to be a given, is building to a higher standard than your average Chinese factory. There's a reason that they do cost a little bit more. But one of the other key things that a lot of people don't think about is buying around support and service. When you purchase an inexpensive Chinese direct view LED, where are your warranty parts coming from? Are they having to ship in from Shenzhen? Do they even have warranty parts for you? Or is it, eh, well, you know, you're on your own. Uh, do you have an eight to 10 week lead time while freight brings you parts? Do you have to buy spares in advance? Who do you call for factory service and support? So number one with Samsung is you're buying from a known brand, a known quantity that has a complete USA-based service and support group. And in fact, a lot of these parts are even stocked at the distribution level making it much easier for your average integrator to approach. And I think that's an underappreciated advantage for the technology. So, so the, the, uh, so the fact, I mean, in your case, you're really kind of um, pulling on the heartstrings of the integrator, right? With that yeah. approach, because obviously, and of course uh, it's probably worth mentioning also that Almo Pro AV is a distributor of the Samsung LED line. Um, and so therefore when, when you're an integrator, this matters because Ultimately, yeah. the, 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 the company that puts that display in is not going to call Samsung, right? I mean, they, they would love to call Samsung, but in reality, they're going to get, you know, through a phone tree that's going to ultimately say, hey, call the place you bought them. So the customer is going to go to the integrator. The integrator is going to go back to Almo or, or to Samsung. And what you're saying is that they're going to provide 
a far superior level of support than your typical uh, brand coming out of uh, China or wherever. But what about also the the different options that they have? Because I know that there's, you know, the closer you get, the more like little dots they look like. Uh, yeah. And now we've, I've even been to shows where I've seen 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 demoed. I don't think any of them are shipping yet. But what are the differences between the different uh, pixel pitches that Samsung has? Absolutely. So it, it starts getting really exciting when you get down to that really, really narrow end of the fine pitch spectrum. So by the end of the year, if I'm not mistaken, Samsung's going to have a whole line of indoor fine pitch stuff from around eight millimeter down to commonly about 1.2 millimeter. And of course, the thing I would caution everybody to remember is everybody always goes, oh my goodness, that's sexy. When they look at the super fine pitch stuff, the one fives, the one twos, the 0.9s, the 0.8. I'm going to come to that in just a second because that's something special Samsung's bringing out as well. But and I'm going to bring up a whole new buzzword called micro LED in just yeah. a second. But the finer the pixel pitch you get, the more expensive the product gets. So you want to make sure you're specifying it correctly. And that does directly relate to viewing distance. And there's a lot of different recommendations out there kind of based on visual acuity. If you convert your pixel pitch to meters, mm -hmm. that will help you avoid seeing the gap. So 1.5 millimeter, you want to be 1.5 meters back. It doesn't mean the image is going to appear smooth like a flat panel. It means you won't see the space in between the LEDs. That's kind of a bare minimum. Um, but what we're seeing with this is getting finer and finer, which kind of brings me to, I want to, I want to kind of talk about two, two specific areas where Samsung's doing super exciting stuff. And both of them are based around, well, one's not as fine a pixel pitch as you might expect, but both are based around really exciting areas of the technology. The wall has been something that Samsung's been talking about a lot lately. Both consumer showed at CES, should have it at Infocom unless I'm horribly mistaken. And that's Samsung's 0.8 millimeter. And it's 146 inch diagonal kind of, it's a modular, but it's sold as a single unit like a television. Then they have a consumer version and a business version of it with different warranties and different support structures, of course. But that really shows that at that level, we're starting to get seamless enough that it does truly replace for your average home, a projector or a flat panel. And if you think about that, that extrapolates really well to a conference room, to a close view digital sign. You know, they're, they're really, really neat with that. And then the other really cool thing is taking in and using the uh, 1.5, 1.2, and by the way, depending on the size of the facility, even the 2.5, the Onyx product, which is the cinema LED, which is starting to get a lot of traction. Uh, as far as I recall, we've got the one installation here in Los Angeles. Uh, I still haven't gone up to see it yet, but I've talked to some folks who did, and it's absolutely stunning, where you replace a digital projection system with a fully DCI-compliant direct view LED. So we've got right. some really Yeah, so it's for people listening that don't understand that. Over the last uh, 12, 15 years, the movie theater industry, maybe even 20 years, the movie theater industry switched from film to digital projection. There are three main big companies that were authorized to fill the, the world of the movie theater with digital projectors. And what Jonathan's talking about is changing that out for an LED um, that is a micro LED. Um, and it is stunning. Um, and it is, there is only two, I think there are only two theaters in the world right now that have it, but the idea is to switch everything to a micro LED. Sony has a version and Samsung, I believe is the only other company that has one. Jonathan, tell me how that works differently than a typical LED. I kind of know some details, but I'd love for you to educate me a little bit. Oh, my, my pleasure. Um, obviously you can tell I love talking about this stuff. So 
what micro LED is all about is normally when we build an, a direct view LED display, and a lot of people are going to think of LED, they think of the traditional little epoxy dome light bulb yeah. looking yeah. thing. A lot of times those will be assembled together into a package, creating a pixel, red, green, blue, and we assemble a bunch of those. And you'll see that on the really coarser pixel pitch stuff where it's not the, the SMD or surface mountain device combined package LEDs where you put red, green, and blue into a single chip. So that SMD technology is what enabled us to build things like a 1.5 millimeter where we have those really, really, really tiny chips. They're smaller than a, a grain of rice. And those can be assembled and they're soldered onto a circuit board. But what's different about micro LED technology, and this is something Samsung has been pioneering, especially lately, is all of the LEDs are built onto a single substrate rather than being assembled. They're actually manufactured onto that in a chip manufacturing plant. So it's like a system on a chip or a display on a chip. Yeah, very much so. And that allows them to be so much closer together than a traditional pixel even can potentially be. We still have a ways to go to get down to what a, an LCD displays pixel pitch is, but we're, we're, we're heading in that direction pretty quick. So we're able to put those LEDs way closer together because they're manufactured in place rather than assembled, um, which but also- they are, But they're actually, hmm? actually remarkably far apart. They are. Right? Like they, they, the reason why they appear close together is because of the way that they're arranged and they also appear completely black when they're off because the whole substrate itself is painted black, right? And I, is, I mean, exactly. I'm getting any of that wrong. Yeah, and, and the neat thing about that black fronting, which is something that not every LED manufacturer does, uh, Samsung is doing on their IFD series of panels. I know it's going to show up on many more. You're also going to see that on like the wall and things like that, where they actually, instead of allowing the LEDs themselves to just be the front, they'll actually put a black coating like a paint or an epoxy and that right, yeah. contrast and yeah. also helps with ambient light too. Yeah. So then now the, so, so when will we, so this is the big question everybody's asking, when will LED be fine enough? I know obviously the micro LED is fine enough to go yeah. into boardrooms, conference rooms, training rooms, but at the same time you'd be trading out a $3,000 projector for a hundred thousand dollar display at right. this point in time. But of course, as we all know, prices come down quickly on this stuff. But when will we have sort of a reasonable price trade-off? Do you think it'll be in a year, two years, five years? What do you think based on your expertise and your knowledge of what Samsung's doing? Well, okay, so that's a, that's a great question. And, and everybody pulls out the old crystal ball. Sorry, I'm not stealing your shtick, I promise. <laughs> but uh, so we, we've been friends way too long for that. But, you know, I, I think when I, when I kind of look forward, everybody automatically will do the, it's the three to five year rule. It used to be, when, when is OLED going to get fully commercialized? Oh, it's three to five years. But that was in yeah. 1987, I heard that. <laughs> exactly, yeah. People have been saying the same thing. I, was, I but think now, But now, I'll tell you what, it was worth the wait, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you look at it and you're like, wow. Absolutely. Like, I, right. I digress. But, but uh, I start to think about when we look at long term, because these companies like a Samsung and, and not just Samsung, but even the other large manufacturing entities like an LG <laughs> makes a lot of LCDs, you know, they all have to start thinking about, wait a minute, we've got these factories geared up for LCD video walls and we got to have a strategy about when that tipping point is going to be where we take that production capacity and move it towards other projects. And I do think a three to five year figure is reasonable here. And, and I actually mean that, not just this is you ask me the question and I'm going to guess because look at the rate of declining cost. We've yeah. seen a radical drop off in the last, not, not just even the last five years, last like two or three years. We've seen this massive decline in prices 
and an acceleration in availability of even finer pitches. And we're just getting started on what micro LED is that's fully commercialized. There's only a couple of products that use that technology that are available. Samsung and Sony are the only companies really doing that, right? So as we get more of that going, that's going to drive that cost down. Yeah, it's still going to cost more than, hey, I need to buy a a $3,000 projector and buy a $1,000 screen. But what are those benefits weigh versus that increased cost? And I think that's going to start changing the, the dialogue and especially versus the LCD video wall. Projector is going to take a little while. They're going to be maybe, let's call it five to seven years reasonably. But LCD video walls are going to start having some challenges, I think, sometime between the next three and five years because the cost differential is getting there. So it's when, a lot when will, tighter. When will, when will we, I mean, that's a pretty, uh, I think everyone kind of agrees with that, but when, when will LED usurp projection? Are you predicting that projection will go away because LEDs? Or do you think it'll be a slow decline? Or what do you think will happen there? Your, your prediction, Jonathan Braun's prediction. So I'm, I'm not going to be horribly controversial. Um, again, I'm speaking as a diehard projector guy going back to the 80s. But the honest truth, I, I think there's always going to be a market for certain two-piece projection. It's not going to completely disappear. But I do think it's going to get a lot smaller. And I think the writing is clearly on the wall. You know, I don't think we're going to all of a sudden convince a school, hey, that $1,500 inexpensive projector you're buying with that five or $600 screen, you're going to have to spend 20 or 30 or $40,000 to do LED. I don't think that's going to necessarily occur, especially with the advances in the solid state illumination technologies that are making projectors much more practical at that level. But a lot of the, and, and we're always going to need the extremes too, by the way, the really great stuff with the warping and blending and image mapping and massive projector type installations. I mean, we saw a lot of those winning awards at Digital Science Expo for their Apex Awards. So, okay, th those are gonna stay. But that kind of middle where I need to put a higher end projector for a larger image in a boardroom or in an auditorium, and I want the benefits of LED, that's gonna certainly be less than 10 years. And that's why I said the five to seven year figure seems logical to me if LED prices continue to decline. Yeah, we've got solid state illumination that makes projectors far more practical than you used to be. And I do not miss lamps. Oh, Lord knows I definitely don't miss lamps, but it's, it's just more complex to install. And you still have ambient light issues, even with the great new ambient light rejecting screens that people are building. It's still nice to be able to not worry about it because that LED on the wall is always going to look good. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying we're not going to see we're not going to see a big, big, big shift, a substantial shift for probably five to ten years, based on what I'm hearing you say. Yeah, because it's it's got to be a price driven thing. It's yeah. it's not about the technology. It's about you know price versus performance. And as the price continues to come down, we're going to hit that tipping point, and that's what I'm going to guess just based on my gut feeling. And I, I I'm sure that there will be new advancements in screen technology that'll give projectors some additional legs which is why I don't want to say it's too short term. Yeah. But I think the writing is on the wall, no pun intended. So um, you can see the entire line of Samsung LEDs on the Almo Pro EV site, almoproev.com. Of course, you can contact any of your Almo Pro EV reps to, um, to get a demo or to, to, to sign up to have a, a, a demo done at a location for you for LED. That's the kind of thing. LED is the kind of thing that you need to go see in action 
Um, it's hard to just kind of imagine it and try to sell it. So I think that that's why it does so well at trade shows and also does well when you have an install where you have a sort of a, a place that you could take people to see. And if you do have a chance to go see the micro LED, you should definitely do that. Of course, at Infocom next month, the micro LED will be there. Jonathan, thank you very much for your time today. And I appreciate you sort of educating me as well as uh, the, the listeners today. Well, it was truly my pleasure, Gary. Thank you very much for inviting me on the show and giving me a chance to chat with everybody and chat with you about this topic. And I'm always happy to, to answer questions. And, you know, since we brought up Almo, I will be at all the E4 AV tour stops for the rest of the year. So if anybody wants to pick my brain during any of those shows, if you happen to make it out to them, they're great events, by the way, feel free to look me up. I'll be in the Samsung booth or in the Samsung experience. Well, thank you, Jonathan. Uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Of course, you can get more information on the E4 uh, tours at uh, tour stops at e4avtour.com. And of course, you can get everything you need to know about Almo, almoproav.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.